Friday afternoon, Chris was Chris before Chris was Chris. There's, there's a effect. word? Yes, it's a I word. I just know the letters. ASM, is it ASMR? Am yeah, I right? I mean, you are correct. Autonomic something. That, yes. It's autonomic. It's something. Yeah. Well, that's the autonomic something. That's the AS. <laughs> yeah, you got that. No, we got MR, that covered. Uh, autonomic something microphone recording. The R is response. Okay. So, mer- <clears throat> meridian response. Something meridian response. I think. Meridian. See, I hear meridian, and I think my, map. It's, I think prime. I think, yeah, the, I think prime the, meridian. The, prime yeah. meridian. The, the idea, I think, is it like something in your brain makes you get the goosebumps or something? Yes, and then there's the more pernicious interpretation. Uh, well, just before you go into that, know that I've already hit the record button. So strong like tree. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it strong like bull? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and I. I, I tried to do a deep dive and find the origin of that recently. Oh, yeah, I have and, no idea. It's one of those uh, kind of apocryphal things. Like, I swear someone told told me it was in, like, Dances with Wolves, but I don't I think it is. I, I definitely heard it from my dad, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that, I mean, no, that's every, where I got for, it. For real, everybody, <laughs> everyone got it everybody from dad. who heard it heard it from their dad, yeah. who believed to have had it from somewhere. Yes, sir, I see that. Do hand. I need to watch the video? No, 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 I, no. I have no idea what he's proposing other than just using message buses. well that's perfect that's that's the conversation i want to have it's just like look at the diagram yeah yeah, yeah. it's a message bus. And, and understand yeah the, the message bus concept that's to to not drag us immediately into yeah. like deep technical architectural conversations because we just started that's that's the kind that's the premise i want to like pick your brain about uh uh on 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 record sure. just because i like i see some benefit in it uh, but obviously, my my goals in in uh, in our conversation today are twofold. One to to see if there's any way you can convince Big Chris not to to give everything he owns to Apple. And I'll, I'll happily play the ham in this. I'm I'm game. Yeah. And and then for two, I, I want to talk through kind of those kinds of concepts of 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 like the in between between everything's web sockets versus everything's REST, and then you have like. GraphQL and these kind of message bus concepts and 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 honestly, like you've you've worked in uh, varied places enough that you've probably got exposure to a couple of different paradigms that I wouldn't have even uh, considered or aren't on the top of my mind in regards to like how do we break free from the the stereotypical systems because um, as as things get more complicated and I guess I'm just going to drive us straight into it. As, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk about burritos here, and now all of a sudden, I'm we're just diving right into architecture. Um, like as the the world of the internet gets more complicated, uh, I I think there is a place where we have to kind of figure out a, a new way of of doing that. Um, one of the benefits that I found from the 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 system that he describes here, what he calls, and we'll this is all based on a. An article from we'll we'll give some folks credit. Let me, let me give people credit. Fernando Dog, uh, 
and I'm going to just say it like the whitest guy ever, Fernando Doglio, and I'm pretty sure Doglio is not how you're not supposed to say his last name. But No, that's that sounds right. Uh, yeah, Doglio. That's, yeah, I'm sure that's how his mom pronounces it. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's, it, it is an Italian name, and uh, if you say it Italian, you would also say it Doglio, and... Uh, yep, yep, no, no, for sure, you're right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll just be very... Um, southern and uh inaccurate in the saying of his name but this is an article called microservices are dead long live mini services and i'll be damned if medium you know we we, we all joke about like training your algorithm for, uh-huh. for you and this and that the people who've probably got the best algorithm on what i'm gonna click and read is medium at this point and i hate them for it because they they clickbait me into all kind of stuff with emails do people create the topic or the title of their posts themselves or Surely, is normally it being generated. Over normally. Normally. No, they're doing it, and it, and they're making clickbait titles. Like this is a clickbait title, for yeah. sure. And I, I like I saw it, and I was just like, ah, I hate you that you got me with your clickbait title because he definitely did. Because I was like, what is a mini service? Okay, let's talk about it. Um, and then here's the thing: I've I've seen a lot of folks throwing around uh, Martin Martin Fowler articles that, uh, and I love Martin Fowler's stuff. His writing's really great, and uh, I like the way he thinks about software. But I've been surprised at the places I've seen Martin Fowler articles showing up, uh, being referenced recently, like his take on microservices. And I think they referenced another Martin Fowler article somewhere else. Because I went on a small rabbit hole uh, based on this one Medium post that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, like when I end up in several places, particularly, and, and this this is going to show my ignorance here, um, and, and, and maybe... Chris, like you've you, you've been around and, and been reading like Fowler stuff long enough that that you might be able to kind of correct me in, in some biases, but I am always surprised when I see a lot of JavaScript folks quoting Martin Fowler articles because I, I, I equate him to an old school kind of way of doing stuff, and I don't I don't see that readily embraced in a lot of modern stuff because I've also seen modern, and I'm not going to limit it to JavaScript because it's easy to just kind of make them the biggest target. But I've seen a lot of modern developers take aim at older folks, particularly like, I've, I've heard Uncle Bob used as a pejorative. Like, that's real Uncle Bob of you. And I'm just like, oh, well, man, dang. Maybe some of that's his personality, though. Sure. Well, mm, I don't think this one, well, it may have been. It may have been. But And so I kind of put like Uncle Bob and, and Martin Fowler and his writings kind of in a similar place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm surprised to see... Uh, stuff that's really kind of out out pushing for a lot of change in how we view software architecture and all of those things, quoting Martin Fowler articles at the same time. And so that that's like that's the thing that kept me around. That's why I felt like really baited. Because it was just like they hit me with that clickbait article and then and then like three paragraphs in they're quoting Martin Fowler and I'm just like how wait, what's happening? Like yeah. this this feels like a trick. Um and honestly the unfortunately the service that he recommends uh, I have torched to the ground in my mind because it is stupid expensive proprietary software for building component libraries and JavaScript come to find out. However, the architecture that allows, allows him, not allows, allows him to sell that service is an interesting paradigm. Well, sure. And uh, he talks about um, the asynchronous messaging uh, pattern, like uh, inner service communication patterns. And, and that's that the inner service communication patterns are, are something that I'm, I'm fascinated by now because I've seen the places where 
when we just go full rest, it, it really does come with a big cost. And like the, this messaging, uh, the messaging service, the asynchronous messaging service he's relying on and describing, I think has some real potential and the, the reasons he gives are super solid. And it made me like start kind of going like, okay, where are places where I just to default to rest um, and, and places where we can do it better. And so I would love to get your thoughts on that because he, 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 you know, the benefits of these, these, um, uh, these messaging patterns is that, you know, uh, the client sends a request, goes into the messaging queue, and then it can be handled by hitting a ton of different microservices as needed. You, 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 um, kind of don't have to have the logic in your front end to know to, uh, to all of the microservices you have to go to. So that makes client side coding easier. Cause I'm not having as a front end guy to know all the services I have to hit to get what I want as the end product. Um, and the queue goes and does all that for you and then returns the, the ultimate output you're requesting. And so that's super nice. And then being able to kind of make those changes in, uh, in more discreet ways. So you're just basically making it even more mm, discreet's not the word, but you, you, you get where I'm going. And so I, those are the benefits that I see there. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm curious it, there's enough stuff around this article that that I feel snake oily. <laughs> I'm like, um, something fishy. I don't trust this guy. And, well, and, it's not a very dense article. No, uh, I, I I probably should have had to watch the video to understand what he's talking about. And I'm curious if he says message bus, you're saying message pattern, and where does that all differ from message queue? I mean, bus in my mind implies something serial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, first in, first out type of thing, uh, or bus is in you know, message buses and, and serial buses on embedded hardware. Uh, whereas a queue, you know, sometimes you pull the queue mm-hmm. uh, and can grab whatever out of the queue. It doesn't have to necessarily be what's next. Uh, but I'm not familiar with the pattern you're talking about either. So maybe we're talking or thinking about three separate things. I don't have the full scope and understanding of it. I will say, though, that... that um, using message queues to handle things asynchronously is... is a, hopefully obviously good idea we do that with some of the projects we have going and we're we're building some of that at the moment too uh the the problem that ends up being injected then is when you remove orchestration from your endpoints and not saying that orchestration necessarily needs to reside on the endpoints but when you take it away from the endpoints then you need to build some sort of traffic cop software right. as it were to to make sure that messages are happening uh at the right time to avoid race conditions uh and to you know asynchronous is fine until you need some sort of synchronous processing within the asynchronous system uh so yeah i no, i'm i'm with you there i think that that's like that middle that middle layer is what's key to kind of explore and to your point, like the, he doesn't dive into that at all here. It's very superficial. Um, Is I've, that middle layer the product he's trying to sell? No, oddly enough, uh, it's the. It is not. Uh, that's what. That's where the kind of sales pitch kind of dies because the product he's selling is a, is a platform called Bit, uh, that um, is a is a component based. Basically, it's like a component library. And rather than writing your front end directly into client software, you write it into Bit, and then you install and like 
deploy your components through the through the system. Okay. Um, which I, I love, like the centralized nature of having a component library and mm-hmm. making those those changes there. Um, but but bits one that that is uh, it's not open source. It's quite costly. Um, so there's a variety of factors that in my initial uh, researching into it, because this was part of what I was doing at the beginning of Lab Day today, was spending some time with Trent. Because um, Trent's been a, a big uh, proponent of component libraries uh, for a while. And so I've been like, yeah, I think that could benefit us, particularly um, that now that, that would shift the nature of our contracts potentially. Sure. Because, you know, when we're doing client work and we're using a component library on their front end, that's that's something that we have to either clear with them that we're we're using a component library that will be shared across multiple sites and things mm-hmm. of that nature because it's you know the good old mindset of a client's just like well that's my code I paid for it sure it, well and it's interesting when you to me anyway when you get into that just to segue for a brief second sure it's my code um, the line between the libraries that you bring in to help you build what you want is technically not their code if those things are open source it's everybody's right. code. Uh, and then I often prefer to, anytime I hear it's my code, I paid for that. I try to interject and say, you paid for the time you paid for the thought, right? You didn't necessarily pay for the code. The code is kind of irrelevant. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the old plumber adage where the guy shows up, goes to his truck, you know, the water's off at the house. He goes to his truck, gets, you know, one socket set, comes back in and fixes it in five minutes and gives him a bill for $200. And, you know, the guy's like, you're here for five minutes. And he's like, you weren't paying for my time. You were paying, paying for me to know how to turn your water back on. And I did that. That cost $200. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, yeah. I, I think that that's a, a whole other conversation that yeah, absolutely. We, we would have to have. Brief detour. Yeah. Um, and and it's, if, if we're going to start implementing that here at Lofty, I think it's something that obviously that's a case of conversation um, that, that is an interesting thing. Because we've talked about finding all the places where we want to be more efficient. That's why we use stuff like Echo Base or, or other kind of common tooling. So common tooling gets us speed, but what happens if that common tooling means that that code never actually lives in the quote-unquote client's repo? And so, you know, it's it, you, you go, okay, well, we, we obviously use open source software all along the way to build stuff and use stuff. So when we're using, you know, Pandas, we didn't write Pandas, and you don't get the source code to pandas, even though the source is open. And so, like, okay, do we have to open source the components we use? And I, I don't want to bore anybody with those kind of conversations. Um, but it's an interesting thing that, that we need to talk about to move to an architecture like this. But that's the thing, though, right? Is that, like, you know, whether the conversation is boring or not, that's the direction that people are having to have these conversations for their business around mm-hmm. is, is what does it look like for us to accelerate development times by using XYZ? Then what does that look like from client communication side? Yeah. We've already handled that from the hardware side of things, right? We, now we have everything, uh, buzzwords, cloud native, you know, it all lives in mm-hmm. somebody else's computer. We no longer have servers sitting in closets named after Simpsons characters. The, the, <laughs> but the, we can all remember when that, was a thing though, right? Like we can, we've all been doing this yeah, long yeah. enough. We can remember when that was the case. And and typically people running technology stacks, if they, if they're not technology people, if they're businesses, they don't really have to know or care anymore. They don't have to have a bottom line in their spreadsheets about uh, hardware. It's just a, in a, in a lot of cases an an Amazon bill, right? So, or, or 
pick your flavor. So I don't know why that same mentality, uh, of course I will. One of the amazing human conditions is the ability to hold conflicting ideas simultaneously. Indeed. So take all of my free software ranting aside, and uh, I don't know why the same ideas can't apply uh, to, you know, in the case of a component library. How does that differ from being on multi-tenant hardware? Yeah. No, it's good. But, I mean, it's the same, it's the same divide that you have to cross that allows people to be willing to go to the cloud sure. because there are plenty of people that were so resistant to the cloud because it's not my software. And I, I can't go grab uh, yo, yo dude's ponytail yep. and send him to the server room when something goes wrong. Uh, I, there's no ponytail to grab when my, 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 my hardware is not owned by me and in the room that I blast, you know, $700 worth of air conditioning into every month. I mean, how how many of us sat through meetings where people were talking about on-prem security as it related to moving to someone, you know, a third-party cloud provider, and we're just sitting there thinking about all the data breaches that they've dealt with? Yeah. You know, I can think about, you know, the retailers I've worked with and just cr- the millions of lines of credit card detail that were just spewed all over the internet. Oh, God. And hearing about how they can't move to Amazon, I was like, you guys know the CIA put their stuff on Amazon, right? Like, I, I don't think they're spilling... I don't think they're spilling credit card detail anymore. I think we could probably trust them. Yeah, yeah. and they have their, uh, what do they call it, client. Amazon's got a big document you have to review that's the uh, customer. I can't remember what they call themselves in that relationship. It's it's the customer slash Scamazon. Uh, uh, well, here we go. It's the, it's basically what you agree to and what they agree to. Yeah. It's the the service model or something of that nature. Yeah. So, um, any you know anytime you move to a different way of doing things, it comes with its own problems. It may solve a collection of problems and pain points that you have right now, but it'll come with its own pain. And so, oh yeah, always. So yeah, I think um, to kind of return to this architecture is yep. the, the um, yeah the the need for it to be synchronous is obviously key. Uh, but because to your point, we, we do something like this and, and I, I think that's why I instantly connect to it in a way that normally I get real, get off my lawn. Anytime I see a medium article like this, someone presented, I, this is presented to me and basically they're just like, how about celery? But for the communication between client and server, as opposed to just long running tasks in the background. And I go, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I wonder how something like PubSub hubbub fits into this kind of thing that's a good question i that might be what the the big red tube in the middle of their diagram is and they just don't want to say it mm-hmm. but but well but it, i mean this pops up no because this is i it might it might be i just kind of don't mind me i'm just gonna walk around it and mutter for a minute um i i think it's probably something similar to pubs up hubbub yep. um and and maybe that's the place which to is do that. proven to be a robust uh, manner of getting things done. Oh yeah, so. and, and it's been around for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember hearing about pops up hubbub back in like 2009, I think, yep. uh, when it was just kind of taking off. And and but it doesn't seem to be quite as in vogue as some other things. So maybe somebody found a way to kind of reskin that and make it cool. Sure. Um, which is realistically a, a lot of what we do anyway. Is someone rediscover something from 20 years ago and they're like, "You guys, what if we made the computers?" On the back end, do all the hard computing. Yeah. <laughs> Server side. What do, you, what do y'all think about that? What if everything is not a JavaScript app on the client? 
and uh and so yeah who who knows who knows it might just be repurposed and i'll I'll dig deeper to get into that, but it it really was just kind of that concept of okay, how can we make if we don't want the monolith problems, and I get that we don't because you know rest was created and defined years ago before we had so much that we were trying to do within a browser. Like we just didn't try and do this much stuff right. back when we like designed those paradigms. Um, and so being willing to evolve as what is required of computers across a network evolves is, is key. And so it, it's, that's one of the first times I've kind of bought into one of these, uh, these, these, uh, middleware kind of stuff, with the exception of GraphQL, and I would still love to find uh, a place for us to use GraphQL. Now, GraphQL is not as asynchronous as this this pattern. It, I mean, it's 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 a, a different take on REST, but it's not solving all of the problems that you get kind of quote unquote by by sticking with a RESTful mindset. But yeah, I, I, I'm excited to explore it some more. Um, I had hoped to do that today, but I ended up hopping between two or three different component library, um, excuse me, research topics. And so I didn't get to, to dive into it like I thought I would, but I wanted to at least pick your brain briefly to see like, hey, do you have any readily available experience with this kind of the, the, the in-between uh, inner service communication patterns, quote unquote? Uh, not in the way that the article seemed to describe, uh, just... Uh, I've I've done non-restful things, just just passing messages over TCP and that sort of thing uh, between services where it didn't make sense to stand up a web server, or uh, when we needed to get short, small amounts of really signal information uh, across discontiguous networks. Um, that's the bulk of it, and of course, there's there's uh, Unix interprocess communication, but I don't think that that fits here. I think I'd have to watch the video. Uh, that's associated with the article to know more about it, if that's not an advertisement. Or even if it is an advertisement, if it has some sort of idea of what they are trying to build or what they're trying to promote, I might be able to speak to it a little better. But yeah. I think I'm woefully unprepared. Well, and that's, that's, and that's all right, because I, I told you when I handed you the computer at the beginning of this, sure. like, it's going to be a real cursory talk. Yeah. I'll hit you with all this information later, and we can maybe do a deep dive later. The other thing that fascinates me, about this article and, and and this is actually we'll we'll pivot here uh for for those who are not recognizing all of the voices though uh though maybe you will well I, this is this is the podcast of this is a tale of two chris's we got big chris and we got hobbs in here with me uh kind of trying to lead the way um you're, and, you're sherpy you're sherpaing us adequately i i do what i can we're being adequately sherpa yeah Agreed. i will i will i will carry this podcast uh no <laughs> that would that would be a terrible podcast um, just me yammering, but uh, the thing that I wanted to kind of pivot toward that that I think you actually might be able to to speak to, uh, Big Chris, is um, so like this this content fascinates me. I like it very much. Uh-huh. This is also, I mean, I believe it's actually on a you know Medium fairly well. I I'm, I'm familiar. You're familiar. <laughs> I do the, the internet. This, so look at this URL. This looks like a privately hosted Medium kind of situation. It does, doesn't it? They're using their URL. Yeah. So, but it's but the URL is for their product. 
So they're they're writing their own Medium articles. Medium yeah. is spamming me about like, hey man, here's some content that I know is going to trigger you when you see it in your inbox. So That's you're correct. Read it. So they've got their privately hosted Medium. They're yep. spamming me through the Medium channels because I don't care. Until I got this email, I didn't know this existed or cared about. Oh, this. for sure, yeah, yeah. And and then on top of that, what's a little crazy to me, and and maybe it's just because I am putting them in a hole as a product, but the systems that he is talking about. He's not to 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 Hobbs's point. Like at no point does he really promote their product. He's not talking about their product. He's talking about the underlying architectures that kind of enable their product. Uh, and then at the end, he's like, "Oh, by the way, yeah, if you love micro frame uh, micro micro front ends, check us out." And so, like, what what in the ever loving heck is going on with all that? First off, explain me marketing. First no. off, we need to take apart micro front ends, um, and I need I need to say that that feels like something that the kids who drove Civics in high school were talking about. <laughs> That's junior speak. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yep. That feels yep. very like two thousand two um, yeah. Civic culture to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I believe Hobbs could speak to as well. Did you drive? <laughs> No, uh, I was into lowriders. Yeah, oh, man, that's he, right. he that's, had the boat. He see, had the I boat. I thought you had. I thought you. I thought you got into. Oh man, I, there was no, a term I, I almost used. There was a term I almost used for. Yeah, imports, I saw it. I saw it. I saw your. And I, I don't think I could say it anymore. I had some buddies that drove them, but I like them slow and low. Yeah, so, that, that's very different that than the, thing, than the yeah. Civics. Mm-hmm. So oh, that was a good catch. Yeah, you. I've had enough coffee to have discretion today. Yep. and that's what keeps you, you employed. You buried in all. World. You buried all of it in our work call that we just had uh, and finished. <laughs> we, we all buried all of our our things we shouldn't have said. I, in that I call. tried to call for the HR bot several times, yeah. and it, it failed every time. Yeah. Um, so, but no, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, but, I, I but agree. Your, micro micro <laughs> micro front end. Micro that front end. Yeah. Feels like yeah. the thing you got on the body kit with the underglow lights for your Civic. Oh man, yeah, for sure. I tried to get some underglow lights. This goes back to actually. This will now will return to my time at Best Buy that I brought up. Nice, in call. nice. And I tried to get some of those un, those underglow lights because that's the kind of stuff you could get for cheap when you worked at Best Buy. Like yes. there's a ton of stuff where there's no markup on and you got practically no discount. But boy, those aftermarket auto parts, you would rake it in. And so I had a plan to buy all this stuff. <laughs> and that dude, that dude who told me to, the to day get after I clicked off, I, 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 uh, the day after I uh, clocked out for the first time and he refused to give me the discount because I was no longer a Best Buy employee, he shattered all those dreams. <laughs> oh, no. I definitely had some of that stuff in my cart and he, I, was, he was just like, no, I worked, get out of here. I worked for a super evil megacorp um, that had uh, 40% it's 45% now discount on store brand merchandise. Wow. And so wow. you could get basically half off anything if That's you worked nice. there. And so they, just like most big box retailers do, I'm going to use something in a, in a different category. Let's say we're looking at monitors, right? So yep. let's say they had the Best Buy brand monitor. They never private labeled anything. Their vendors just bid for the production on every single one of those products. So okay. they didn't even have merchants internally who were dealing with third parties. Oh, wow. yeah. They just went right to Samsung and were like, make us a Best Buy monitor. Mm-hmm. And then you got 45% off that. And it was the exact same panel. You oh, know, in this cool. case, it was the exact same panel that was in the same model next to it on the rack. Not the exact same panel in the, the, uh, the other way we would, would have heard that, that we're, we're told this one way, but it isn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I dance around things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, regional. So you could get, you could get like half off hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of gear 
your first day you worked there. Yeah. And so there would be people that had a regional, regional distribution center really close to the corporate office. And there'd be dudes who would go in, work for a week, get their first paycheck, clock out at lunch, go to the store, spend like $5,000 on gear and then never come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if, uh, if, if we're, if you're talking about the place I think you're you talking are. about, I want to go work there. Yeah, it, I'm going to take a week off of work here. I, they will to be hired at this other place it, and then go spend your badge number. The first day you work there will give you 45% oh, off everything. Son, that is going to be the yeah. best vacation week of my life. Now, there's and I'm, you, you, you would, you'll go into one of these places and you'll be like, why is this full of all these old people who don't know anything about anything? And it's because they're working there two days a week and they do not give a crap and they're getting half off everything they buy. Yeah. That's cool. That's, it's, it's quite a scam. Were yeah. the lights to, to go back to the Best Buy auto lights? Were they, <laughs> we need more. We need to know more about these underglow lights. Yeah, they, oh, understandably. Were they cold cathode back then, or were they LED? LED. Oh, okay. They were just. That's we cool. had just made the switch to LED, and so that was that was part of what I think that's part of why they were a part of the the products that were so affordable. I mean, it was yeah. all aftermarket stuff, so there's a ton of market on it, markup on it anyway. But yeah, um, they were all LED because one of my colleagues. The, for the brief amount of time I was there, like I said, I worked there a month and a half. Um, uh, not, I, I didn't go to work there to intend to only work there a month and a half, but circumstances kind of forced me that way. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, one of my colleagues had had his his car all decked out with with the underlights and like the interior lights and and all that stuff, and he was just like, "Bro, you won't even believe." how cheap I got all this stuff. And I was just like, I'm about to find out how cheap you got all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to know real <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, but, but before I derailed us, your question was about uh, self-hosted medium pages and how that fits into life and existence. Well, that, that and, and, and your, why this guy did this. Yeah, Specifically why, marketing. Yeah, life. the marketing, like, speci- yeah. So uh, explain me self-hosted medium. Uh, th- that's probably not, a lot of explanation, but I'll, we'll take it. We can we can circle back to that. But, but then the other thing, or is are they just well, yeah. uh, allowing their domain to be used? Is Medium allowing people's personal domains to be used? You just make like a C name entry that correct. Yeah, that's got to be it. That's what's happening. Yeah, one thousand percent, and it's in the like onboarding process. Mm-hmm. They're going to ask you, do you have your own URL? Do you want this here? But specifically to answer your question, right? So much of this, and we've all done it in. Development is the same way, right? You guys can see right through bullshit immediately. And so if somebody doesn't have it, you know right away. Mm. And so thought leadership, genuine thought leadership is without a doubt the best way you can differentiate your business. And it, it you don't I'm, even... I'm so jaded. I've, in my brain, I'm going, I was like, is there such a thing? Genuine thought leadership. Genuine thought leadership. Well, and the answer is yes and no. Yeah, I was about right? to say, well, like, conceptually, yes. Because what like, happens is, is that somebody like me sits down with you guys who are super smart and is like, we got to crank some shit out. We got like, them fooled. We yeah, got to... <laughs> we've got to... Turns out we're the best marketing people. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to sit down and we've got to get some stuff out. And you guys are like, cool. I'm not going to put my name on it unless it's real, unless it's useful, unless it works. And so the stuff that is being produced and, you know, obviously there's charlatans and everything, right? Like there's, you know, there's people selling essential oils in everybody's business. But for the people that are well-intentioned, actually trying to earnestly care, it does your business so much more benefit to earnestly be a useful member of the community. Yeah. And that's why, that's why you see people, you know, whether or not you... You guys, with your level of experience, find this useful. I'm certain that Medium would not have served this to you, Tyrell, unless it was getting the kind of traffic that they can denote being useful for someone at your seniority. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think that's that's interesting. I think it's that's kind of. You just said a key word, seniority. The article is super light on details. 
So, oh, this, is this oh, the type of bait where ah, it's like, are you guys going to take turns kicking me in the junk now? Just hey, come on. You carry this down the mountain. Look what I read, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not saying uh, that that's what occurred, but, but perhaps that's part of it. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I did. I was just like, hey, I read this article. Here, Hobbs, take this. Yeah, here, other, other smart person. Be, be, be smarter seniors. than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Four seniors, five seniors. <laughs> Is this a uh, new dating app? Have we stumbled onto the new farmersonly.com? Oh, I hope not. Rough. But yeah. yeah Visible for, head shaking. Visible no, angry head shaking. No matter what context of senior, it's, it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All the seniors don't deserve that. Um, but... But that's the thing, though, right? Like when, when we when we think about it and look at this, right? What's happening? Why why is why is this existing out there in the world? Right. Well, and, and so there's a couple of things there. Like for one, I I I hate that 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 marketing within technology is is also so dialed in to the like marketing abilities that that get me to buy uh, underwear online yeah that they can you know to to hobbs's point like i felt very like i felt very seen when you said that like for seniors by seniors i'm just like holy crap am i just like swimming in a world of of articles written to people who like code a quarter of the time if that and like pass stuff down to people and like everybody just kind of Exists at this top level and and and, and so shit there's, rolls down a hill. There's kind a of couple mindset. things to to think about the fork, right? B two B and B two C is a completely different conversation, right? And so the the things that we're thinking about are specific to your people at at your level of experience who are being sold to by other technologists, and that is a very different playbook than selling underwear online. Now. You can use some of the same algorithm-based approaches and engagements to get the data points you need to then serve you guys information and gals, but what's happening in a B2B relationship is significantly different because you guys deciding to change a tech stack is a big damn deal. Mm. You guys deciding to do, to do one piece of that layer even differently is a huge undertaking, and that's not going to happen with one point of engagement, right? You guys wouldn't decide to change something that you did right. for yourselves or for our clients with one good article, which means that you've got to do relationship building homework, right? It's a lot more like trying to date the prettiest girl or guy at school. Okay. It's not going to happen with one conversation in the corner of the dance. You've got to build a relationship. You underestimate my charisma and my <laughs> dancing skills, sir. Um, I definitely bailed on homecoming dance my junior year of high school, acting like I was busy so I could go see Lord of the Rings opening night. And I feel like that perfectly encapsulates me as a person. <laughs> I'm sure I dropped like 40 points with 20 rebounds and then told everyone I was busy so I could go watch Lord of the Rings. Nice. But that being said, and that's why you're with us. That's why, that's why I am who I am. Um, Sorry, everyone. But the point there being that you guys aren't, you take this too seriously as you justifiably should. The one article is not going to do it. It's relationship building. And so you're out there with whatever points are happening in there. And like data and human experience shows us that building positive relationships with people where they like you and they think they can trust you is the right way to do that. And so this yeah. is just another link in that chain That's good. where, and maybe it's over, maybe you guys are, you know, able to, to smell around the corner and see that this isn't ever a place you personally or lofty would need to go. Right. But there is somebody somewhere who's like, I like that. 
well, it he was helping. Look, it doesn't look bad. It's it's uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it was light on content because maybe the video provided the content, uh, and maybe and just trying to guess, maybe it was light on content to try to get you to to search, which causes you to engage. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps. Well, go ahead. That, that oh, okay. Was, yeah. Well, I, I was going to say was I think to 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 both of your point, I think that in a sense that article did exactly what it was intended to do because it, like the, the concept was there. Like it introduced a concept to, to me personally that I hadn't considered in that, in that way. And I was like, Oh, that's fascinating. And so I was like, I like this, tell me more. And then that took me to the product and it just turned out, I think the product is uh, a giant pile of poo. No offense, uh, friend, but it's just not for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's know, not for us. That's one the man's point. trash is another man's treasure. It's not for us. And, and so, we're 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 glad to, ha- to to spit hot takes here knowing that it it just feels that way to us so yeah i'm not saying that nobody should use that product but we definitely don't and have any interest in it but i'm definitely not the only person who got that article exactly felt that thing and ended up at that website and and so like that's engagement that like brings you in because it brought me close enough that i dropped the link to that into uh, a kanban card of ours for our lab yeah. days to get some people looking at that product now we didn't have to look very deep to go. That's definitely not for us. Yep. But we never would have known that thing was a product until I got this link. And and the thing that I'll say too is is that a lot of B two B work, and I'm sure you know, the people listening to this are going to be just as smart and just as a lot of them going to be just as senior as you guys and gals. But a lot of times you're doing market segment education in addition to promoting your product. So the example that we ironically are sitting in one is, is I think coworking is a really good example of this. You don't need to convince people that they need an office. You need to convince people that they should get coworking instead of an office. And so it's, it's market education a lot of times like to where developer evangelists. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so you're not even convincing people to use specifically your thing. You're just saying, Hey market, Hey, generally people who might make a decision about this someday, here is the idea of a paradigm shift. And even if you don't click on our product today, we're just helping. We're just trying to get you to think about something differently. And that might that might be part of this too, right? Is their calculus is saying, "Hey, a lot of people were building things this way for a really long time. What if we build it differently?" And maybe it's not ours today, but also if you think about it, if five years from now you guys are ha- sitting around having a similar conversation about a different tool, this worked. No, it didn't work. Maybe exactly how you know, the call to action and click through and the footer would have led you to believe, but like, that's how this works. That's how people change their ideas about things eventually. And market segment and market, market generalized promotion can do that. Yeah. It's good. We just, we just need you to explain to all the things, explain to us all the ways that we're being marketed to all the time. All the time, always capitalism, baby. Nonstop. Yes. Nothing, nothing is sacred. Everything is for sale. So even my even my rage field uh, uh, opinions about uh, micro front ends, <laughs> not to be confused with micro machines. No, no, oh man. Well, I I probably agree with him on message buses. But uh, yeah, no, same same here. Right tool for the right job, though. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But part of that too is you know like I I don't know about you guys, but I like having a job. And I like, you know, in general, in general, I, I, I'm a fan. I've yeah. done the other of not having it and that's not cool. I don't want to do that anymore. And I've had some other jobs and I specifically like this one. And so me going to someone and saying lofty makes good software. I actually 
like I have a financial incentive to believe that. I do. Really? Right? Like oh, there's yeah. a direct like my kids eat incentive to do that. <laughs> right. yeah, while, sure. <laughs> while at the same time, Lofty does make good software. Right? Like we can say that. We can co- confidently say that. And so us going out there and being like, you should hire us. Like you're doing something awesome. You should work with us. Yes, that is the like death throes of late stage capitalism we're in. But at the same time, somebody is going to build that whatever thing it is, right? And you yeah. can you can insert good thing or you can insert bad thing in there. And somebody's going to do it. And I think we feel pretty confident in the market segments that we're in that yeah. we're going to deliver world-class software. We're not going to be beat on that. And even though, you know, it feeds all of our kids, um, we can confidently go out and say, hey, it'll be better for you guys if you hire us. And there's there's always some duality and tension there. And, you know, that's that's part of why people like me get to work with smart people like you is is that I just the dirt gets to get on me and that's fine. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> I'll go down in the salt mine for us. I don't care. Uh, I'm happy to. I, I could never be smart enough to do what you guys do. But part of that for me and, and that's that's where I sometimes feel less squiggly about the tension there is, is that us going out and earnestly telling our story about how we do business. That's the right thing to be doing because yeah. people are going to have a better outcome if they hire us than if they hire somebody else. And that's not disingenuous. Well, yeah. and, 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 and I'll, I'll say like, and that's, that's not even about like intelligence or not. That's specialization. We just happen to have specialized in software. You specialize in, 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 um, in marketing and sales and, and, and things of that nature. And those are things that you understand uh, based on just, if nothing else, experience. You decided to walk in that direction and yeah. you've gained experience and you've gained uh, the the the, uh, the knowledge that comes through a journey walked out through that, and we've just we just decided to instead of talk to people to cuss <laughs> into a terminal, and uh, that's, that's the only difference there. Yeah, but yeah, like I definitely don't understand. Like I don't even try and understand uh, uh, modern marketing or or why things are successful and and make money because it doesn't make sense to me. It goes contrary to so many things that I uh, want to believe about humanity. <laughs> The, the line I always use there when folks say I'm not as smart as you or I'll, I'll not be as smart as you or whatever, it's a, it's not about being smarter, it's just domain knowledge. Yep. It's, it, yeah, it's it's just like you're talking about, we've, we've chosen a different path. I've, mm-hmm. I've spent my brain cycles on technology as opposed to to uh, marketing or, or pick your... Field. Yeah, whatever the thing it is. Plumbing. Plumbing's hard. Uh, yeah, I... Good. I, I, I'm glad plumbers are a thing that I can hire. I've, I, uh, fr- I've had this conversation with my son yesterday. I framed houses through most of college. And then just, Oof. you know, like most people who have figured out how a hammer works, um, then that means you are doing wood projects regularly. And that's just how it is. Yep. But that's fine. Um, but it's funny to think that like, I have, I don't know, I've 50, a hundred. I don't even know how many houses I've worked on. There's a lot of houses. Yeah. I don't, I I wouldn't spend ten seconds working on plumbing. No, thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. I had to, absolutely I, not. I was literally running a snake through uh, through the house at my parents last night. It was oh, bless I, you. I had to, bless I, you, I, sir. I, we got a, he's got a, my uh, my father's got a toilet that's not flushing barely at all, and I snaked it with a toilet snake, and then I ran a twenty five foot snake down the sink and got a whole lot of nowhere except for grease all over my hands, and I was just like, well, I'm done here. That's no more, no yeah, more. Strong pass. Yep, I've uh, I've I've done just enough of that kind of stuff um, here and there to know that that I'm I'm good with it. There there are a handful of things plumbing plumbing I'm kind of middle of the road about, but there's definitely a, a handful of things in the uh, in the home 
maintenance home improvement world that I don't want to touch. And sheetrock and painting oh my God. are the yeah, big ones I don't, for me. Oh my God. And of course, I'll be on record now. I don't tell people that I can do sheetrock. <laughs> I've, I've told a couple of people in the past, yeah, I can sheetrock. And then, and uh-huh. then I'm sheetrocking things. And the other nope. thing I don't do is electrical. Electrical nope. is terrifying. Stay away. I'm, I've worked as a bench technician for a long time. I know how electricity works, but I much prefer the low-voltage DC things. I don't mind working on my solar panels and things like that. If they bite me, it just hurts a little bit. But working on uh, mains voltage is no, absolutely terrifying. Yep. Uh, and and any time I've had to work on it, for example, replacing an outlet, uh, it's always funny because I will turn off all of the electricity. I'll cut off everything <laughs> and still not trust that it's off. Exactly. Yeah. 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 See, I, 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 I'm... Uh, not quite as uh, diligent as that, unfortunately. I've I've never shocked myself bad, um, but I actually made the mistake once of of uh, replacing the the breaker box uh, to or the, not the Ooh. whole box, just the main breaker to my house with the, with the wire hot, um, and it was like uh, uh, the gods were with uh, me that uh, day. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh. No, I, I have a friend who's an elect- who's a who's a subcontractor and a, f- a firefighter. And he he uh, he found out what I had done, and he's just like, I've done a ton of dumb things in my day. He's like, but I would never have done anything uh-huh. that dumb. And I just didn't realize how dumb it was. I think that's a part of the problem. Yeah, is not recognizing how dumb that was. Because I was just like, well, it's it's easy. You just you clip it off, yeah. and you unscrew it, and you hold it out, and don't ever touch it to anything, and then you put it back in, you screw it back in, and that's all I did. Yeah, that's all it took. But it was just like. The margin of error, like you don't, well, and you don't get to make a mistake when you do that. There's just, this. It was so dumb. There's this line of working with electricity that you know those of us and I say novices, but like you know those of us who are not vocationally electricians, right? Mm. <clears throat> Which is like, oh well, it's electricity to our house. There's a line in there where you can die, yeah. and there, there's a lot of things under the line where you you can be stupid and mess up, and you really probably won't die. Mm. But then in in your home, there is a line above which. You will. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you touch this or this thing touches this, you will die. Yep. And that's the end of the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, it's crazy to, for me to hear about the old school electricians who would test a, a circuit by using their fingers. They, they'd grab a thumb and... Because they would, they, would, they, would the, they would make the arc through their hand like this. And they're just like, it's fine because it arcs through my hand. Yeah. It's not arcing through my heart. So, it's no big deal. <laughs> I used to do a lot of telephone work, too. And... Uh... <laughs> Even telephones carry ouchy voltage and, mm-hmm. and had uh, was repairing a line one time and uh, needed both of my hands. Uh, and so no, naturally no. I used my third hand, which oh, is no. my mouth. Oh, no. And I stuck a live line in my mouth. And, you know, the line voltage when there's no phones picked up, when it's just a, when, it, you know, uh, when the circuit's closed like that, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. The ringing voltage, though. Yeah, <laughs> real high. <laughs> in the olden days, had to be high enough voltage to actually physically ring. You gotta a bell. ring that bell, yeah. yeah. And I stuck that dude in my mouth, and it wasn't a big deal until the phone rang. And then, <laughs> That's and then everybody knew the phone rang because I just screamed. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, pick up the phone. <laughs> so. That's. <laughs> did you scream pick up the phone like, yeah. it, like it literally made you scream well first i screamed and then i yelled for someone to pick up the phone but yeah. and take it out of my mouth yes. no like, i mean it came out of my no. mouth pretty okay. quickly but. so yeah i've been there well it's like that video there was a viral video going around of a dude that got electrocuted on a fence and he had to like a, a guy had to come like 
knock him off the fence oh, and no. get electrocuted yeah, too. I've been kicked off of a socket before. I had uh, was painting a house in my teenage years uh, with my then girlfriend, and uh, I thought the electrical was turned off, and there were some wires hanging out of the wall, and uh, I was going to push him back in so I could paint, and I grabbed a hold of him, and I couldn't let go of him. Oh, no. Uh, and I didn't really realize what was happening. It yeah. just, and it didn't really hurt. It yep. was what I would call, like, just extremely uncomfortable. It was just really bad. And then I started getting tunnel vision and stuff. And then what hurt is my girlfriend uh, drop kicked me. <laughs> uh, I'm just full on both feet in the chest and knocked me off the wire. And I, I went to the went to the hospital. Everything I was fine. Um, but yeah, that young heart saved me. And but so did then, the but then now you can shoot electricity out of your eyes, right? That was the I wish. That, that was what really happened. Cool. Yeah, so all of that, I don't know why I'm telling all of my messed up. <laughs> no, this is great. Things. So now I design software systems. <laughs> yeah. so. Because if you put the software in your mouth, uh, <laughs> it, doesn't. It, doesn't, it doesn't shock you when it rings. You know, you make that statement, and I'm sure to this day there's probably some sort of computerized mouth thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's like oh, yeah. I mean, there's computer definitely teeth dic- or something. Dictation. Somebody, dictation. Somebody's doing that. Oof, no one needs to do that. They shouldn't be, but they are. Mm-hmm. The only of- thing I can think of is perhaps the human input device that's a straw that you put in your mouth and uh, you you oh yeah, yeah through the straw or inhale through the straw mm-hmm. to left and right click. I don't know that one mm-hmm. for people that have spinal injuries. Yeah, that have lost mm-hmm. yeah. use of extremities. So how how do they? So left and right click is mm-hmm. through, and it tracks and then you, their eyes. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's uh, that's actually pretty cool. I'm I'm not I'm not as aware about access accessibility technology as uh, I I probably should be. Well, it's about time. I know it's about time. Well, go find a medium post about it. The, uh, <laughs> I'm sure I will now. It'll come well, to my inbox. In the room, so yeah, they heard. It'll, it'll come to yeah, my they inbox. Heard. They heard. Mm. Do your job, medium. Is medium owned by one of the fangs? It was it's, one of the Twitter like guys. Fang thing. It was it was one of the Twitter guys, and I I was actually interested to see if we'd get to go that direction because there was a time in you know let's say hell maybe five to eight years ago i don't even remember when they were founded now when like they were like medium was like the shining night on the internet social media specifically landscape like it was going to save us from facebook it was going to save us from journalism algorithms it was this place where you owned your data they put their own algorithm exactly i know that's the irony of this is that like six months in these you know dystopian utopian folk who were running it were like oh man we have to have a business model this has to make money so then immediately medium took on all of the problems of traditional publishing and journalism and is still dealing with those today but i'm sure that this was started in that kind of time when everybody was like oh hey we don't have to host it but unlike wordpress we don't have to worry about 14 plugins and keeping the back end updated they just take care of that. We just write our, our, you know, our bits and our boops and our, our words down and medium takes care of it. And it was really, I don't want to say interesting, but it was definitely kind of this, everybody had that realization, especially in our circles that Facebook was actually really bad. And then a lot of things like medium started popping up in there saying, okay, we know we have to create content online. That's not specifically commercial. It can be commercialized or there can be someone who could do something to create their livelihood from it. What does it look like as a blog, right? Like what, what is instead of it just being a tweet, what if it's a blog? And then it's the companies had to go through all these iterations because this idea of being able to just 
spew words into the ether without any concept of data storage costs or hosting costs or any of those things associated with it. And it's funny to see because there's still places like this that are still using medium exactly this way. Um, and the email algorithm they have is actually a really good reason why a lot of people still stay there is for increased reach. But it's just funny to see these kind of vestiges of a bygone time still hanging around in some places. Yeah. So that brings me to my next question is when will we have a lofty.medium.com? Um, we actually already have one. I just didn't use it. I was going to say, I'm surprised we don't have one. Do yeah, no, it, it's I, definitely there. I laugh. We might have to start uh, utilizing that in their fancy algorithm and angering, Content generation's difficult, angering some folks. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. I was about to say, this is, this is, uh, this is squarely in your world now. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 have, I have accepted said issue. Um, yeah. It's there. And the funny thing is, I actually like reading on their app. So there's a lot of things that I won't push to my Instapaper or to my Notion read later board, I will just star and then get my iPad and read in the uh, medium app because somebody somewhere sometime made their in-app reading experience really positive. So that's, that's most of my engagement with them so far. All right. That is exactly the segue I wanted because big big Chris, you mentioned your iPad. I, I, yes. Is there a single, is there a single Apple product (laughs) that you do not own? Um, I have not had a, oh shit, I actually do. Um, <laughs> is it a Newton? <laughs> I was about to say I have not, in a, I do not currently, nor have I ever owned a Apple desktop computer, but that isn't true. I've got a Mac mini hooked up to our TV. Okay. So you're, you're, you're just like, you're bathing in. I, uh, I don't have the, um, crappy iPad, yeah. the entry level one. I'm not about that life. Yeah, but but, but Tim Apple is your daddy. Full disclosure, I do have. Is it going to hurt when we beat Auburn next weekend? Because Tim Apple's from Auburn. It's fine. Yeah, okay, if we've we've made our peace. Whoop pig, whoop pig, baby. Um, we I do actually have the iPad Pro with self service, and I also have the iPad Mini because I like reading on the Mini better. And it's just a better experience <laughs> this, for me. This pro's too big. I need a I, smaller one. I also have the giant iPhone. Please. So you just you just take that and smoke it. Please Mr. tell me please tell me you have a Scotty vest that you store all of these things in. If you can get me like my iPads in the back of my jacket. If you can get an expanding file folder. <laughs> <laughs> just a giant legal brief I carry yep, it all in. If you can get me a Scotty vest that's an XL tall, I will absolutely wear that it's, on our next lofty talks. I gotta see if Scotty Vest is still a thing. Because they were everywhere for a hot minute, but surely that's so. My not a thing this is actually, this is funny because Casey and I just had this conversation. So there is, I am use whatever word you want for it, but like I was collecting technology before I knew what collecting technology was. Right, like when I was a kid, I was using my allowance to buy a broken VCR at a garage sale so I could take it apart, and so like that's just like aside from the job I've ended up having around in and around technology, like I just like this stuff. And so you need the loyalty program. Uh, Scotty, sign VP. Me up. Sign me. Scotty, VP. if there's is only, if it costs me nine ninety five a month, I'm only into <laughs> loyalty programs where I have yeah. to pay them if to it, get yeah, my stuff. If, if it doesn't faster. cost me things, yeah, it's no, not worth it. That's not, yeah. they haven't really tested my true loyalty and I don't want it. All right. Well, you continue talking about acquiring technology no, at a young fine. age. I'm going to look for the big and tall. Yeah, please do. Please do the Scotty big and tall Vest. section on the Scotty Vest website. No, but <clears throat> we, uh, we, a lot of us are this way, right? Like I can see you guys nodding along when I'm talking about this, right? Like, you know, we were doing this kind of stuff when we were kids and it's why we ended up here, but that's not the case for everyone. 
like some people are in this vocationally and aren't the person that has to help with the Epson printer at their in-laws house. Yeah. Which I know we, we have all experienced having to do that. Right. My, both of my parents, I'm, I didn't make, I, um, helped them buy new phones because I needed remote software so that I could get into their phones when I wasn't there to fix them anymore. And some people don't have that experience. That's not the the same experience some people have, but to back in to the, the question you actually asked me, I actually have a lot of stuff from everyone. I have a lot of the Apple stuff, but I have a lot of everyone else's stuff too, right? Like there's multiple windows PCs in my home, every smart speaker in existence I've tried. Um, which I, I think was part of the impetus for this was you seeing my my uh, original Apple HomePod. Right. Well, it, it was it's the combination of of you having the HomePod, which is the first one I've ever seen in the wild. Yep. And then if ha- anyone else knows where I can get a white one, I'm looking for a second white HomePod. So uh, we'll give you a free Patreon <laughs> year if you could get me a white HomePod. <laughs> Email Chris at higherlofty. Please. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and, Does it so matter it, if it's a different color if you can get some Krylon? Yeah, that raises a question, but I wonder what it would do to it's the custom. sound profile. Then at that point. We're taking it back to the civics. Okay. All right. There you go. I, can, there you go. I like that. I like that. I also have an Apple hi-fi. If either of you remember what that is, do I you have remember no what the Apple what hi-fi is? is? So the, f- I think it was the first big iPod classic. They made a dock station that was also a four panel speaker that was almost as big as this table did apple make it yeah or did like griffin or somebody apple make it? made it oh, that's cool and it is almost as big as this table and it the sound quality is incredible um and so i actually the town i used to live in one of the industrial designers that worked on the project um lived there and i'd been looking one for a long time and he finally found me one you may still be able to use the the classic ipods you can put um uh, M2 drives in them, uh-huh. and you can. Uh, I've seen a lot of people Bluetooth doing that. and uh, expand the batteries and all of that. This yeah. it was just late enough that it has an aux in, mm-hmm. so I put one of the uh, Alexa pucks on it, so I can just talk to it and push stuff to it like you would with any other Alexa device. Yep. And then it's it's super great quality. But I do also still have one of the original classics mm-hmm. that I I I've babysat so far to stay alive, just so I can use it. Yeah, iPod Hi-Fi. That looks awesome. It's it's actually really cool. And the funny thing is, is that it's definitely, aside from the Sonos in the living room, it's definitely the best sounding speaker I have in my house. And yeah. it's not even close. Here we go. Uh, Scotty Vest FAQs. I'm really curvy. Do you have products in plus sizes? I don't even know That's what a Scotty you. Vest is. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, man. Uh, I'll look it up. No, no, you're, you're fine. Basically, it's, it's clothes you can put uh, your, your tech gear into. Okay. Uncle Leo used to promote it all the time on uh, This Week okay. in Tech. Yeah. You, so that had been where... So it's that's, a, that's it's definitely a fishing where I heard it. It's like a, yeah, it's a fishing safari okay. vest, but so you can put your iPad and yeah. all your cords Ex- in it. Except they made a ton of other stuff too besides the vest, but I think the vest was their first product in okay. the namesake. But yeah. No, apparently um, I, I, I kid about the curvy one because I... Uh, I'm curvy. Yeah, you, you are a curvy I'm a f- fellow. I'm a full-figured man. You are a full-figured man. And uh, it's, what I, it's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> um, but that aside, it does say here... That uh, uh, several of our men's styles are offered in tall sizes. Oh, tall sizes are two inches longer in the body and one inch longer in sleeve length. That's not enough for you, though, is it? I'll show you what uh, a, a normal human sleeve looks yeah. like. We're going. I can't find shirts the gun show. where my wrists don't stick out. Yeah, it's awful. I can't either, and I can't imagine. Well, the, what's fun though is you yeah. get you just get to look like you're playing in Wilco all the time with a shirt <laughs> like that. Yeah. Not that you didn't look like you were playing in Wilco. 
before with before. that shirt on, yeah. but even with your sleeves you rolled down, it looks like they're three quarters of the way rolled yeah. up. It's, it's business time. Yeah, always. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not big and tall, but I am a knuckle dragon Cro-Magnon, and uh, I can't find long sleeve shirts that aren't. I just have to roll up all my sleeves. Yeah, I, yeah. My I arms to... are disproportionately longer than you know whatever the ratio is. It you should be. It should be the same, right? Like yeah. you should be the same this way that yeah. you are tall. Yeah, and. I got a bigger it's, wingspan. Yes, same. So not only am I just too big for Earth in general, and then I have these like forty-inch long arms that are just not, like that shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't just. It shouldn't be. Oh, I see what I'm getting you for Christmas, Big Chris. <laughs> get that company MX out, That's baby. That Scotty vest Let's get mask. It. Let's get it. Ooh. They got a mask now because COVID. Not? And you can fit your AirPod Pros in oh, there. Man. That's you what I'm can, thinking. You can fit your. How many times have you guys walked out of the house your, your, and thought, "I need to carry stuff in my mask"? Yeah, it's yeah like every my, day. I don't have stuff around my neck enough. No, stuff around every my neck. day. I think I want to put stuff in my mask. We'll just do it. <laughs> just, I don't know why we're talking about put, this. Just I, do it. I don't know what you're talking about. I put Cheetos in my mask literally every day. It's a. Uh, it's just like a feed. What, the, a, what are those a called? Horse it's, feed a, it's a feedback. It's a feedback. Exactly what it is. If you're not using your COVID mask as a feedback, what are you even doing with your <laughs> Idiots. life? Idiots. That's right. Uh, no, uh, the the motivation more than anything was um, uh, uh, being uh, that you were. I saw your HomePod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Chris is literally uh, uh, Hobbs is literally decapitating his MacBook to get it to do the things it needs to do with Docker. And I thought that juxtaposition is fun. It is. It is. And that's that's the thing, too, though, right? Like, because you guys, again, we won't say smart. We'll say specialized. You guys have specialized so much. That sounds underhanded. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to use the words, the pronouns for you that you wanted to be used for yourself. So just be more woke, okay? Um, no, but... You guys know how the sausage gets made, right? Like, you know all the big, scary stuff. And I don't, admittedly, right? Like, I just don't know how the sausage gets made as well as you guys. And so, I'm just like, oh, this makes my life easier. They have my data anyway. Yeah. They, they, they do. Yeah. But, and so, like, I, you know, the other side of this is, is that, you know, my, uh, I have some some family background in assuming that the internet is going to eat you alive. Where, like, I had to, like, order my mom's, well, let's... The, the random person who this could be wouldn't buy would like wouldn't use the internet yeah. and it was like but you, you're, they can hack your bank account too it's like you shop at a, you use a local credit union for your bank you want to know what the software on the back end of that thing looks like yeah, i'll tell you not great ach system is I, I have a friend who's worked on some of the ach standards and it's it's held together with with bailing wire it, it's yeah. pretty awful but you Real know the, the the line i give people there is like you may not use a computer but other people use a computer for you yes yeah. exactly so that's, that's a good point yeah no it, because you, when your other person yeah uh, call someone on the phone because uh-huh. they don't want to use the internet. Yep. That person is going to the website you didn't want to go to. Yep. And just ty- you, you, they're interneting for you. Type it right in. You that, have a, you have a, a human that, between you and the internet. That young person at the bank teller window that you were going to that has their screen turned towards the lobby when they pull up your account is not Whoa. taking the steps necessary to protect your consumer data. Oh, yeah. So you might as well just shop on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. You, you might yeah. as well. Yeah. And, and you're, you're better served to make a purchase on the internet and put your credit card information Bingo. there, then you are to call on the phone and repeat that information well, like I on had, the phone and have them write it on a post-it note which <laughs> or l- into a form. Let me tell you That's what it. the desks inside those call centers look like where they process credit card information Please because don't. I've been there when the FBI showed up and I'll tell you, it is full. Boy, <laughs> it I is bet. absolutely full of information that will send you to federal prison. 
Mm. No, but that's the thing, right? So I'm on the other side and I'm thinking, I just want my email to work. Yeah. I just want my smart speaker to work. And so part of it is I, you know, I, I like gear, so I want to try it out. You know, I mean, I got a Microsoft surface. I'm not going to use a Microsoft surface. That thing sucks, <laughs> but I bought one. I bought one and I was like, Oh, this is kind of neat. This is for a kid now. Yeah. <laughs> your Chromebook broke. Here's your Microsoft surface. So part of that is just enjoying finding out about technology. But then also I tried to get one of the Android tablets and sideload the stuff I wanted on it. And Instapaper never worked. Instapaper is the app I like using. You know what works every time on my iPad? Instapaper. Instapaper. <laughs> it yeah, works every time, the, always. If you step outside the, I guess, the ad shell, as it were, yeah. it becomes a problem. I mean, yep, yep. The people ask me all the time, like, I say, ask me all the time. Folks that know me ask me what yeah. I use on my phone because I, I have problems when it comes to technology and uh i i don't recommend the things that i do to people because exactly. my phone is not the experience that people are expecting yeah and it's 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 always funny whenever i listen to people talking about syncing things up to to iCloud or to uh, Google Drive or something like that because i just don't have that problem everything mm-hmm. everything lives physically on my phone yeah or I use a USB cable and mm-hmm. transfer it to my computer, and I know that's the Stone Age, but that's how I feel. But I actually installed Nextcloud on Linode, and it gave me anxiety. Uh, it gave me heart palpitations yeah. thinking about putting my stuff on a on a VPS that I theoretically control. So I moved it onto my desktop, and it still bothered me. <laughs> so the the information was already on my desktop but uh if i was outside of the house transferring it, and there's no real risk there it yeah. just it just i just trust a wire more than i trust uh um wi-fi I yes guess. And, no. I, and and i do have other people host my email i don't use gmail but i do use an email service mm-hmm. because self-hosting email is is awful so a lot of my data is contained somewhere uh-huh. uh but but yeah, and and it's it's use cases as you alluded yeah. to. It's uh, I've re- I've recommended uh, I don't know I, I, individual autonomy is important to me, mm-hmm. and so uh, I fully support people's decisions to <laughs> do those things. I may not agree with them, but it's a decision you can make. And and so for example, my parents are are on Macs. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, they say I, you know I just want a computer that just works and i'm like okay well here's your bowling bumpers yeah exactly right? you know and mm-hmm. they're not using any uh, they're not using icloud or anything like that mm-hmm. if they wanted to i could turn it on for them but mm-hmm. uh but you know it it gives them an, an internet thing yeah and yeah it's it's just really interesting to see where you know me as someone with you know just a fraction of the amount of knowledge that you guys have in this specific area and I just choose ease of use every time always sure. because I just assume my, I'm going to get hacked. I assume my bank account information is going to get stolen that the, you know, pictures of my family vacation with the kids are going to get found. And I just accept that. And I'm like, I just want my shit to work. That's another thing. You guys have data like pictures and stuff. Yeah. If you were to throw my phone in a lake, <laughs> I don't know that I would care. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a couple of pictures on there, but I don't take pictures. Most of the pictures I have are, you know, serial numbers off of things yeah, or right, exactly. I'm taking something apart. So I take a picture of it so that when I put it back together, I make sure that I know uh-huh. that is where the parts and pieces yeah, go. Right, so, so there's a couple of pictures of the kid on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you just I outsource that to somebody else. No, I just don't. Uh, and it's not something I think about uh, pictures and, and memories and things are not a part of my, of my, 
I don't know why. I just have never, uh, I've not been one to try to retain the moment. Uh, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just not how my brain works. So. Uh, I'm sure it's probably much healthier than trying to get your children to stand perfectly and ruin their experience when yeah. you're out doing something fun. The only time it's ever affected me is, is I remember once at a, at a concert for a band that is super amazing to me and hopefully amazing to the people that were there. I felt like I was the only one standing around without holding a phone up. Mm-hmm. That's that a was a little experience. weird. Yeah. That's a weird experience. Yeah, because I was trying to enjoy the yep. the the physical experience of the band because they're so loud. Yeah, it is also a physical experience. And was uh, that the sleep concert? It was. Ah, yeah, yeah. And so, like when they busted in with Dragonaut, uh, and all these people had their phones up. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there with my pant legs vibrating from the base just going whoa and what you guys aren't even paying attention yeah yeah so all that say i'm not trying to say it with an air of superiority i'm just trying to underline its use case for Uh me things like um icloud or um i'm gonna i'm gonna show my ignorance i don't think people use Flickr anymore uh whatever google if they do good for them yeah whatever google uses for pictures that stuff uh, I don't think about it. I think it's just Google Pictures. Yeah, they, yeah. Or Google Photos. Yeah, in fact, when I switched phones, uh, and I'll spare the rant about getting kicked off of AT&T, but, uh, <laughs> when I switched phones, I didn't even transfer any data except for yeah. my contacts because yeah. I, I've, I have reached the point where I can't remember anybody's phone number. No. And so... If you can, I yeah, wonder what's wrong with you. I just copied the contacts over, popped a new SIM card in, and it's like sweet, fresh phone. So yeah. after I, you know, after I... Uh, gave it a lobotomy mm-hmm. but one i i think that that's kind of like the if if there's a the takeaway from the flame war that wasn't in this just everyone being cordial to each other that's the takeaway is individual autonomy right is what rules when are we smashing the state uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get right on that yeah. uh, but um i i think i think that's what's key is like use case and so yeah. for, so for different different things for different people and, and, and being deliberate in your decisions, making deliberate choices, not just kind of uh, and in your technology, not like thinking about cues. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I would, I would also, I, I think there's even, I think it's even more than an individual autonomy. I would, I think there's another light to this, which is technology now lets you get to be that way. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a time when you wouldn't have had the choice to be able to do that with your phone. There, well, it, it, you have to be a couple of iterations behind. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You, yeah. you, you can do those things now when you couldn't before, right? And we, you know, I remember the world when the Sidekick was the coolest phone that existed, right? Yeah. Like you weren't you weren't going to get to jailbreak and have a network of support and have other people that were testing <laughs> software mods you were going to make. Yeah. Um, and so that that is that is a thing we can say that's really neat. From that is is that I can say I'm not. I don't have the expertise to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to offload that expertise. But then Hobbs can say, I do. And I want to have ownership over this outcome and I know how to do it. So I'm going to, and that's cool, right? Like that's the thing we can, you know, sit around as hopefully not pessimistic technologists and mm-hmm. say, Hey, we all, we all have the ability to choose the outcome here because the tools we have and the tools we get to work with are really neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. This is, this is the kind of dialogue we need between, <laughs> Between oh. <laughs> between political parties here, I feel like we've we've had a beautiful moment. Just to come in, this, this may as well have been a, a Joe Rogan podcast. Come, yeah, building with bridges with everywhere, just Sanders, like just, just like, like Joe Rogan yeah, does. Yeah. They need to come into our unair conditioned studio. They need to <laughs> we don't sweat. Bring that up. God. <laughs> it is hard. worry it's, about what's happening to the ear cups right now in these headphones. Yeah, and just just hash it out. No, yeah. just hash it out. Just like yeah. 
un, un, unfiltered rage, <laughs> which is what this podcast has absolutely been. Unfiltered intentional thoughtfulness. Yeah, mm, that's good. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, it's good. This is uh, we're we're glad to get to do these. Everybody's here sitting around a, a desk again, which is always nice. You know, obviously there'll be times when we have guests from out of town, and as we have remote team members, they'll be joining the mm-hmm. podcast remotely. But it is always good to get everybody in the same room. And, yeah, absolutely, and uh, really test the limits of the fan that we have across. <laughs> it's no bueno, my man. It's no bueno across the suite. Uh, uh, needless to say, we we have certainly overcome it uh, with body heat. So. Awesome. Well, you guys have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Did I put an H? Did I put an H? You're calling me out for putting an H on that weekend. You will wheatened that weekend. (laughs) I did, Um, and I'm ashamed of it. (laughs) We'll we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. We'll. I pushed the button on the wrong thing. (laughs) He He messed it up, guys. Thanks for listening to Friday Afternoon Deploy, recorded and produced by the team at Lofty Labs. If you enjoyed the show, you can subscribe to future episodes via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also follow at Friday Deploy on Facebook and Twitter for episode previews, live streams, and other behind-the-scenes peaks. Past episodes and show notes on this episode can be found at friday.hirelofty.com. That's friday.h-i-r-e-l-o-f-t-y.com. If you'd like to contact the show, or if you're local to the Northwest Arkansas area and would like to be a guest on the show, you can email us at podcast at hirelofty.com. <laughs>